Good morning, everyone. This is Helen Hooper, and I am the host of the Ladies' Choice Life Support Podcast. It is 7 a.m. on Tuesday morning, January the 14th. And if you're out and about, already in traffic, getting ready to go out the door to head out to work, as usual, watch for that other guy because he may not be watching for you. We want you to arrive safely to your destination or wherever you are headed this morning, arrive safely. So don't forget to watch out for that other guy. And every Tuesday morning, I like to say something encouraging. Maybe somebody can use um, during the day, during the week. And I thought about it um, this morning. Um, You always hear people say, Jesus, the Lord is always on time. And that is true. In some instances, he's always on time. But some people think God has failed them in some way. And I'm going to be honest because if we're all honest with ourselves, we think God has failed us in some sort of way when he didn't come through or when he didn't show up when we wanted him to. But if you look out through the Bible and one particular story in the Bible, um, I think about, I can think about right now that comes to mind is Lazarus. Now ask Lazarus if Jesus was on time because the Bible said he had already been in the grave for four days when they rolled away the stone. Jesus could have come to Lazarus way before time. He was only two, two, about two miles away. So he could have come to Lazarus at any time and he wouldn't have had to go into the grave. So when we say the Lord is always on time, his timing is impeccable. He's going to show up. He's going to show up. He's going to show up. And then when he doesn't show up, like Lazarus' sisters, we get disappointed. We get depressed. We get sad. But he showed up at the right time in the right moment because he had to glorify his father. So ask Lazarus. Think about Lazarus. Ask Lazarus, was Jesus on time? (laughs) And he will probably say no, but he had his perfect time. So my point is, sometimes we throw Jesus in there when we were out there, we're given our word, and it's not the Lord's word. We didn't consult him. So now we get disappointed when he doesn't show up when we give our word, not his word. Now we're disappointed because he didn't show up. He didn't say that. You said that. So I hope that helps somebody this morning. God does have his perfect time and his infinite wisdom. He always shows up at the perfect moment, but it's in his time. But remember, he lives in eternity and we live in time. So whatever we have going on in time does not face him. He's going to show up in his perfect time, in his will. So I hope that helps somebody today. So if you think God is not showing up for you and you're just waiting and waiting and waiting, God has not failed you. He knows exactly what he's doing. And again, I'll tell you to think about Lazarus. When people say God is always on time, ask Lazarus, was he on time for you? Because when Jesus got to where he was, he had to roll the stone away. He was already in the tomb for four days. So I hope that helps someone today. That encourages you today to still see God's face, to wait on the Lord because he knows what he's doing. He always knows what he's doing. Nothing ever surprises him. No situation. It always surprises us. And I hope that helps somebody this morning. But I want this morning I wanted to talk about something. Um, I've been talking about it for months now with some ladies. 
and it seems to be prevalent among um, women. I don't care how old, what the age, and it's daddy issues. Um, and that is their father. Some women have daddy issues. That's why some of the relationships that they're in or that they've had with men don't work out because of daddy issues. Now, me being a daddy's girl, and my family will tell you, my sisters certainly will tell you, that I was a daddy's girl. My daddy's passed on. But I thought he was just the most, we all thought he was the greatest father ever. But my daddy, to me, was a man of integrity, a man of character, a man of strength. He was fun. He, he clowned trees with me. I remember one particular time I was sitting in a tree. I had climbed a tree. Loved to climb trees when I was um, a preteen, I would say that. And he came out and he said, well, baby, where are you? And I yelled up, I'm up here, daddy. I'm up in the tree. And to my surprise, he jumped up on the tree. He caught those limbs and he he climbed up where I was and he sat on the branch with me. He looked around. He said, well, what, are you, what are you doing up here? I said, I'm just looking around. And I was. I was just looking around the community, around the neighborhood. And we just had a chat, a short chat. He said, I just wanted to see where you were. Didn't see you out in the yard. Just wanted to know where you were. And he climbed back down and said, okay, you know, don't stay up too long. You know, come in the house in a minute, whatever. I've always been a daddy's girl. And my daddy has always been there. And I think of some of the things that he said, and I think of the same, some of the things that he told my sisters and myself. I have three sisters and myself, so he had four girls and one boy. But he poured into those girls. And my mom used to say that, you know, I think sometimes you just spoil them or you just give them too much. And I remember him telling my mother, I'm not, I'm not spoiling them. He said, I am preparing them for the man whose God's going to send to them. This is how they're supposed to be treated. But some of us, some women didn't get that growing up. Some women didn't have that close relationship with their fathers. And it causes all kinds of troubles in their life, in their relationships, because they're looking for that man in their life or that husband that they're married to be that father figure that they needed all so much when they were growing up. And it causes problems and it causes tensions and it causes strife in their marriage. That man is never supposed to be take the place of your father. Oh, we know we have a heavenly father. We know that. I hope everybody knows that. But sometimes when a father leaves a life or he's never been in a life or he's never poured into his daughter, that gives her a sense of abandonment sometimes. Most of the time when I ask women, when I talk to women about their fathers and they haven't been there and that father was never there or she thought he was never there or she thought he didn't do enough or she thought he wasn't present enough, they felt abandoned. Some women even tell me, you know, I don't think my daddy loved me because, you know, he wasn't around much. And when, when I did speak to him on the phone or in person, you know, it was very, very, very short. But we have to realize God gives us exactly what we need. That father may have not given you what you wanted. Some fathers are all, are already gone from this earth. They're gone unto glory or wherever they were they were going to go after this life and to into eternity. But I've talked to some women who think he left a void with me that, you know, he never filled. He never said that he loved me. And some fathers might show you in different ways. We all have our love language. Some fathers have a love language that 
You know, we, we want to desire more. We want more from him. And he doesn't have it to give. His capacity is just what you see. And then there are some fathers that just are not interested in being fathers. They're not interested in pouring into their daughter's life. Now, those are the fathers that most of the women have trouble with because he has never taught me how a man is supposed to treat me, how I'm supposed to see a man in the household, how I'm supposed to follow a godly man or follow a man in my marriage. Who am I supposed to marry? What kind of man am I looking for? I didn't get that. A lot of women would tell me I didn't get that. He didn't show me. Um, He wasn't a good leader in our home if he was in the home or if he wasn't in the home, he just wasn't there and he didn't show me how to do anything, how to look for a man. A father is the first love of a young woman's life. When you, If you have a baby girl and some of the fathers out there know what I'm talking about, that father is the first man that she actually loves, that she sees, that she looks on um, with admiration. That's the way it's supposed to be. That's how God designed it for the father to be in the home and to lead his family. But sometimes that does not happen. So women grow up with daddy issues and then we go into relationships with daddy issues. And then we heap up those daddy issues on the man that God has given us. And we can't do that. We can't go into relationships and think that, okay, my daddy wasn't that. So we're looking for that in our husband or the man that we're going to marry um, or engaged to marry or whatever the case may be. We're looking for that. Oh, well, my daddy didn't do that. So I'm going to hold him accountable for that. He cannot pay a tax that your father made. He cannot pay a price that your father made. He cannot be responsible for your happiness. And that's where we get it all twisted when we don't have that father in our life. We want that love. We want that admiration. We want somebody to look at us and say they're proud of us. You're beautiful. We want all that. But sometimes we don't get that. And when we don't get that, that sends some young women on a, on a path that they don't want to that they don't want to go down. It's a path of destruction sometimes. It's a path of deceit. It's a path of failure because we're still looking for that daddy figure. We're still looking for that man that I didn't see in my father. And am I beautiful? Am I loved because I never got that from my father? Am I a beautiful woman? Can I make somebody happy? Will I be successful in a relationship? Because right now, I don't know what I'm doing because I've never seen a man in the household. I never had that in my life growing up. I don't know how that looks. I'm looking for that that figure that's going to show me how that's supposed to look. But I'm going to tell you this, women. Even though you may not have had a father in the home or you may not have your father around, There is something inside of you. I know it is something inside of you that's telling you this is the right thing to do. You ask God for guidance. You ask God for for that that, that fortitude that you need to stand up and say, you know what? I'm going to be proud of me. I'm going to have faith that God is going to lead in God and he's going to bring me the right man. The feelings that I have, ask God to heal your heart scars concerning your fathers because we do have some fathers out there who have done some real damage to their daughters, not by the words of their mouth, 
but by their actions and by their absence. And sometimes they don't even understand that, well, you know, I talk to her sometimes. That is not good enough, fathers. Sometimes that you just pick up the phone every now and again and say, hey, how you doing? You just blow through. It's not good enough. Because sometimes a young woman needs her father around. She needs him to pour into her. Hey, this is what kind of man you should look for. Just like in the Bible, when we saw, um, we see the virtuous woman, we see the mother talking to the son about, you're going to be king one day. This is the woman that you should look for. And if you look at Proverbs 31, that is the story of the virtuous woman. She's telling him, this is the woman that you look for. The woman to sit beside you on the on the throne because she's going to be good for you. And she goes on to tell him what to look for. So in your spare time, read Proverbs 20 of 31. A mother is telling her, her son what to look for. You're going to be king one day. We want you to have the best woman ever because she's going to have your back. She's going to be supportive. She's going to be in there with you. So why can't a father do that for his daughter? He's supposed to do that for his daughter. He's supposed to set her on the right track for life. Now, this man is this man may be a good man, but I don't know that man over there. I don't I don't see any promise in him. You're supposed to give her direction. You're supposed to pour into her. You're supposed to support her. You're supposed to cover her. You're supposed to protect her. And when a woman does not have that, even being a woman from a girl to a woman, the primary thing a woman needs is to know that she is protected. To know where she's loved and she's admired. So when she doesn't get that, she sets off on a path looking for that. And we know most of the time that turns out disastrous. So we have to look within ourselves and put our feet firmly on the ground and say, I'm going to do this because we know right from wrong. We're women. You're a grown woman. You know right from wrong at this point. Some women get caught up. And I was talking to someone last night about that's why we still have low income properties around because there's a lot of women looking for love in the absolute wrong places okay we got three and four babies father number one i thought he loved me father number two i thought he absolutely loved me father number three i thought really i had found love and on and on and on when fathers don't step up that leaves a void and then that void is filled with someone just absolutely disastrous for that young woman's life that's why we that's one reason why we still have low income properties low income living and as some of our african american um community views it as the project because we have so many women looking for love in all the wrong places, in all the wrong men. They don't know how to identify love. They don't know how to separate love from lust. And it becomes a problem in their life and it becomes a deterrent in their life and it puts them on a path of destruction, a path of failure, a path of sorrow. And then they, in their, when they become older, you sit back and you look like, what did I do with my life? So men, it is absolutely advantageous. It's very important for you to be in your daughter's life, for you to pour into her life, for you to let her know that she's loved and she doesn't have to accept anything that looks like love. Let's distinguish it. And I've said it before and I've said it again, women, 
Just because a man loves to have sex or he loves to make love, that is not love. That is lust. He has a need to release a seed. It's not that he's in love. He has a need to have sex because that's the way his body was designed. So don't let that get you all fooled up. Women are emotional. Men are stimulated by sight. Just because he's oohing and on and he's having a great time when you guys are having sex. I hope you're married while you're doing this. But if you're not, because he has to release that seed. It's up to him where he releases it, where what, what woman he chooses to release it. I hope he's looking for a wife. But if he's not, that is your distinguisher. A man, just because he has sex, does not mean that he's happy and does not mean that he's in love. A man can make love to a woman and get up and detach himself and walk away. And sometimes that woman would never see him again. Sometimes she will, sometimes she won't. But he would detach himself and he'll go into the other thing because his body is designed that way. Now, I'm not saying that some men don't love the woman that they're doing that with. Again, I hope you're married and doing that. But let's distinguish this. Love and lust. Because sometimes it's just that. It, it, it isn't love. It's just lust. He has to do that. So we need to make rational decisions for ourselves and for our families and for our young ladies that's coming up behind us so they don't fall in the same trap. So they don't get trapped with the same thing that you did, what you were looking for. So if you're a woman and you came up without a father and you have a daughter that's growing up, you teach her those things and pray hopefully God has given you a man in your life a husband in your life that can pour into your daughter it doesn't have to be her father because a man God sends great great and I've seen them stepfathers that takes on that 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 young lady and he will pour into her life and treat her like a queen and teach her some things but if he's not there right now if God hasn't sent him right now he's not there you teach your daughter because we don't want her to grow up with daddy issues. That means that we don't want her to get out there and think, I'm going to find that love. That is the wrong thing. Now she's up, she's up on the path that we don't want her to be on. But you ladies that have daddy issues right now, you know what is right from wrong and resolve those issues. He may not even be where you can even ask him anymore. He may be gone unto glory. He may, you may be estranged from him. You can't even ask him, why didn't you come and visit me? Why didn't you do this and why didn't you do that? Why didn't you pour back into me? Where were you when I was growing up? You ask God to heal those heart scars. And if you get quiet and you pray, God will heal your heart scars so you can carry on. Make sure you teach your daughters. Make sure you pour into somebody's daughter. Make sure that you're asking God for the right man for your household, for you and your children. Because daddy issues are dangerous. We need to resolve them and go on with our life. Because what happened between daddy and you growing up up until now, we can't do anything about. We can only go forward. And you want to go forward healthy, emotionally, spiritually, because we can't do anything about what daddy didn't do. But daddy issues are dangerous to take into your adult life. 
you need to resolve that. And if your father is still living and you still can reach out to him, reach out to him. But if he does not give you the answers that you want, be satisfied with that and ask God to heal your heart scars because there is nothing that you can do. We cannot use that as a crutch forever. But my father didn't do this. My father didn't do that. We know right from wrong. So this morning, I wanted to say that. I don't know who it will help. I hope it helps somebody. Because I know with me and some of the ladies I speak to, these daddy issues are dangerous. Because I heard one young lady tell me, I had these children or men that I would have never, never, she said, I look back and I think I made a mistake. You know, but the men that I chose that are my children's father. But guess what? I don't care about whom that father is. I don't even think it's a mistake. God will do what he's going to do. And however they got here, that was the vehicle to get them here. Just like it was a vehicle to get you here. So let's resolve those issues. We cannot choose our fathers. If we could, we would choose the best of the best of the best. The best that God has to offer the cream of the crop. But we can't do that. So let's resolve those daddy issues. And let's pray and ask God to heal my heart scars, heal my mind, that I can go forward and I can be the best mother and I can teach my daughter and I can pour into my daughter. And if you're not married, ladies, ask God to send you the best of the best. If you send me your man, God, and I know that he loves you more than he loves me, he's going to know how to treat me and he's going to know how to treat my daughters. And we don't have to just settle for anything because sometimes we see things that we want and we're not supposed to touch. And I'm meeting men and we see red flags and we know that that man is not supposed to be in our life. We'll take him anyway because we have daddy issues and I need to be loved and I need to be held and I need to be listened to and I need to be satisfied in these areas. I need him to hold my hand and skip through the tulips and we got all this grandeur going on in our mind. Consult God about your husband and stand and wait for him to send that that man. He said everything that he's done for you, he's already done. So there is a, he's already did. He did it before you were formed in your mother's belly. He says so in his word. So there is a husband for you. There is a man for you that God handpicked. He said he's already did it. Just pray so it will manifest in your life and you'll have the best life ever. Your daughters will have the best life. Let's teach our daughters to be strong women and to wait on God and to be godly women. So I hope this helps somebody this morning and let's resolve our daddy issues because there's nothing really that we can do about it. That time has passed. So let's carry on with our life. Ask God to heal your heart scars and get on with your life and go forward with your life and be successful in whatever you do. Have a great Tuesday and I will see you next week.